Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hello. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We are back. What's up, Doug? Hey, Renee, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, too. Yes. Giddy up. Ready to giddy up? Giddy up. All right, saddle up, everybody. Yeah. We're about to take you for a ride. Yeah, we got a lot to get through today. Uh, we do? We do. Okay. All right. The, yeah, we the, got a lot to get through, all and right. not a lot of time to get through it. All right. Well, even this, though this is our podcast, that we can run it as long as we want to run it. We sure can, but we know we understand that people's time is precious. Yes, precious. And we know people have a uh, a short attention span, so we try to give you nuggets, nuggets in a, a short time frame that mm-hmm. you can take and run with it. Run with it. All righty. All righty. <laughs> well, we are still <laughs> talking about what no one told me or mm-hmm. what no one told us. And that is in reference to married life. Yes. What so, no one told us. What no one told us. I want to go back to last week. Last week. All last right. Last week. Because I gave a scripture. I gave two scriptures. But the other one was Galatians uh, 5 and 7, I believe. But this one I talked about, um, the race is not given to the swift. So that's in Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11. And, uh, and it, what does it say, dear? I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> it says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. And that's Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11. And I'm guessing we are all under the sun, those of us on the earth. So that is pertaining to us all. Mm-hmm. And that is in what version, dear? King James. That is the King James Version. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, King James. Okay. That's the only version. That's the only version That's the only version is. of the Bible. <laughs> you sure? Mm-hmm. How, what is it? How does it read in my favorite, the translation? Passion? The Passion Translation. I don't think the Passion goes back to Ecclesiastes. You're right. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, so that's the only version. King James. Okay. All righty then. So moving right along. Moving right along. I'm just joking about that. I know. I'm pretty sure they have NIV, New Living Translation and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, moving along. Moving right along. Uh, We're going to pick up on what no one told me. And this is week three of this uh, series that we're doing. And the first thing we want to talk about is, drum roll, (laughs) baggage. Baggage. That we are going to carry baggage with us everywhere we go. Baggage. Yes. Louis Vuitton, Gucci. 
you, you name it, Walmart brand, Samsonite, uh, the, the good stuff, the bad stuff, the, the, the thrift store stuff, the, 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 what do you call it? No name stuff, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Any kind of luggage, baggage that you have accumulated in your life. So when you think about everything that you've gone through in your life, Mm -hmm. a lot of that you carry with you. Some of it we are very much aware of. It it shapes us and molds us, our experiences, everything that we're exposed to shapes us and molds us into who we are. Mm -hmm. And good, bad, or indifferent, we can use all of our experiences to either make us better, we can use it to make us Bitter. bitter. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Or it could make us... Uh, Butter. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't have another B. You know, it could make us better. It could make us bitter. But, Butter. But nevertheless, we carry baggage. Yes, we do. We carry We baggage. carry it with us. We yes, could, we do. So we could, it's up to us how we use those experiences. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we carry on um, old relationships what someone else did to us, mm. even if it was not even a, a a romantic relationship, it could be a parental relationship. How our mama treated us, or how our daddy treated us, or how oh, our sibling treated us, yeah. or something a teacher told us. I'm just trying to name some things that could be baggage, or you know, God forbid, if you were in a um, Situation where you was mistreated, an abusive relationship, uh, an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. or you wasn't in a relationship. God forbid you were you were raped, mm-hmm. or you were just mistreated by someone that you weren't even in a relationship yes. with, uh, verbally or physically um, or emotionally abused. All of these things um, can become baggage. Yes, and. Some of us uses that stuff to make us better. Mm -hmm. We use it and say, I refuse to allow this to hold me down. I'm going to be a better person. We go to therapy. We do all these things to work it out. Then you have other people. There are some of us who don't know, but we, you know how you open up luggage and they have all these different compartments. Yes. Yes. All these different pockets mm-hmm. and all these different places where you could kind of put, you know, small little things. Yep. I know and, exactly what you're talking and about. And sometimes we can store things that happen in our life in those little zippers and in those little uh hidden pockets in our luggage mm-hmm. and forget about it. And then what ends up happening is we go into a relationship with our spouse or our spouse-to-be, and they say something or do something that becomes what's called a trigger. Yes, they do. And that trigger brings out something in you that you didn't even realize was stored in that luggage or in that baggage. It sure will. That you have been carrying your entire life. And you're like, oh, hold up. Let me go to my luggage and grab this. I'm going to get this out. Yeah, but you don't even know you're doing it. You don't even know. You don't even know. It's just, it's like all of a sudden, the zipper on your luggage broke and stuff is starting to seep out and stuff Mm. is starting to pour out. And no one told us that you have to deal with you before you can... 
become with someone else. Can one. I, can I kind of put my two cents in there? No yeah. one told us that you should deal with you before you go join yourself with someone else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I said. Now, you said something different. And I'm saying no one told us that you should deal with you first before you go out and get married. I thought that's what I just said. No, nah, you just said I just said that. Uh-huh. I said no one told us that we had to deal with ourselves. Wait till you wait till we play it back. Before you tried to become one with someone else. That's that may be what you okay then. Okay. You yeah, th- I didn't finish. Okay. <laughs> you All like, right. can I can I interject okay. before I even you had time to tie it okay. up with a nice little pretty tie bow? Tie it up with the bow. Tie it up with the bow. But but basically, that's what we both saying. Nobody told us that you have to be 100%. There, there's no such thing as a marriage is 50-50. A marriage is 100-100. And that's, it's still two imperfect people. We're not saying that when you come together that you're going to be perfect because nobody's perfect. We all going to have some childhood trauma, some childhood experience, some adult experience, some life experience that molds us and shapes us into the person that we are, good, bad, or indifferent. But there are some things that we need to deal with before we try to get together with somebody else. And I think it's important for us to realize that therapy is a good place to start because sometimes you don't even know you have that thing hidden in your luggage. And if you can go to a therapist just to say, I need a tune-up. I just want to see, you know, I, ju- I just want to talk. I'm thinking about getting married or um, I am married. I'm having issues with my spouse. And I just want to see where I am. Because sometimes you can't fix things if you don't really take a look at yourself in the mirror and see what baggage you're carrying. Mm-hmm. Or what, you know, what you're bringing to the table that you need to unload and get rid of. Okay. So. So. Had to pop myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to baggage, I'm just going to talk about me for a second. Um, we were raised, before I met my wife, Renee, we were raised in the projects on public assistance food stamps, the whole nine. And one of the things I said to her, now this is how you talk about um, everybody's coming into your marriage with baggage. You can either use it to motivate you, make you better, or make you better. One of the things, I don't know if I ever told you this, but one of the things I said to myself was that my children, our children, would never have to be on public assistance. I don't know if I ever told you that, but I know I said that to me. I know I made that promise to me. And to this day, I don't think our children have ever had to have been on public assistance, anything like that. And so that's coming into, this is how baggage can make, excuse me, make you better or make you bitter. Um, You can use it to motivate you because you know going into the marriage you know, going into the relationship that you have some things that either you want to accomplish or some things you don't want to have to deal with. And this kind of goes into, you know, 
maybe under the category of deal breakers also, is that you have to understand that, like Renee said, that you're carrying this baggage and that you're bringing this in and who's going to come back to communication, communication, communication. Because if you're not communicating with your future spouse or your partner or your spouse about the things that uh, um, that you're feeling, thinking, you know, or even, like you said, going to a therapist, then those things will overwhelm you and consume you in, due, in, in time, you know, time of your marriage. So you have to um, understand that everybody has baggage. Everybody, um, I like to, um, when, I, when I meet people, and not even if I meet people, if I hear people talking and they're very, I'm, I'm a blunt person, direct person, but mm-hmm. if some yes but, he is go ahead thank you dear <laughs> but if i hear someone talking and i hear them say something i i immediately think i'm i'm like well i wonder what happened to them to make them say that you know make that statement and i it, you know i'm not gonna go up to them and interview them at that particular point in time mm-hmm. i might not even be somebody i know or even if i do know but i'm i'm just thinking you know the way it, the way my mind works is, hmm. I wonder what happened to them. I wonder what transpired in their life to make them say that statement or right. to act that way. And so, they may not even be aware of it. And a lot of times, if we really love the person, we'll you know we'll say, well, they're a really good person, but you know, and you'll start making excuses for them for their baggage. Mm-hmm. You're married to them, and to a certain extent, I understand that's your spouse, and you want to make excuses for them. But for the rest of us who are not married to your spouse, we don't have to make excuses for them. Your spouse is rude. They're obnoxious. Nobody likes being around them. And that's why when you guys go out, nobody nobody wants to go out with you as a couple or with other couples because you've made... Um, space or you've made uh, what's the word I'm looking for Uh, excuses for your spouse's behavior or your spouse's baggage but nobody else wants to deal with that so I'm just putting it out there or maybe couples are having difficult time right now and they're trying to figure out why their spouse doesn't want to be around them Hmm? maybe their attitude or their bluntness is pushing their spouse away. Maybe it's not even other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And if your spouse is is showing signs of that, don't think that it's something wrong with your spouse. Maybe it is something that you're doing that you need to uh, identify Mm -hmm. and, again, go to therapy and find out, okay, why do I snap at my spouse? And a therapist, a very good therapist, can help you unpackage that and find out, you know, give you that aha moment that, oh, okay, that's a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. Or that's a, a uh, you know, something that rubs me the wrong way, that makes me respond in a certain way, so that you and your spouse can work it out. I, we, I and we believe in therapy. We believe in professional therapy. Therapist, excuse me. But I also want you to pray. <laughs> Absolutely. To the master physician. Jesus Christ, because I think it's important 
that you ask God to show you you. And if you are sincere and you ask God to show you you, he will show you you. And more than likely, it will come from either your children or your spouse. They'll show you who you really are. Um, once you remove all of the who you are behind closed doors. Let me just put a T like that. So having um, baggage. Yeah, that's 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 a major thing that. Um, and I don't know if baggage is related to age. I I don't think so. Because you can go through a lot at a young age. Mm-hmm. And then when you get married, you know, if you went through a lot in your early years, formative, formative, formulative years, you know, and then you get married at an early age, that could be the equivalent of somebody who didn't go through a lot, but is getting married later on in life. So I, don't, I wouldn't say baggage is related to age. Uh, it could be related to life experiences. But you really have to understand everybody has baggage. Everybody. 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 You could call it what you want to call it, but everybody has life experiences that mold and shape them into the person that they are. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what we're saying baggage is. Yeah. Stuff that you carry with you. And some stuff, um, believe it or not, may lay dormant or lie dormant. And you will never know until you get married or until you experience something that triggers it. And then you say, where did that come from? Yeah. It could be something that happened 10, 20 years ago that you thought you had gotten over. And then all of a sudden, boom, something happens. And so it's important just to be mindful of it, to be aware of it. I think it's so important. A lot of times we want to point out things negative about our spouse. Well, you did. Well, you said, well, I don't like. Well, sometimes you need to stop and check yourself too and say, wait a minute. Hmm. Hmm. What is that that I did? Or what is that? Why why am I doing that? Ask Mm -hmm. yourself that question. I think that's important sometimes for us to evaluate ourselves and do a self-assessment and do self-correction of things that we need to do better on, unpackage our own luggage. <laughs> I was trying to think. Or un, did I say that? Un, unpackage our own luggage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Open our own luggage. Yeah. Yeah. Get, unpack your own luggage. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I, I don't know what the 2023 term is for baggage. Because you, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they call it something. We call it baggage. Okay. But I don't know what the hip. Term is for all you young whippersnappers out there. Hey, hey, hey. All right, you really sounded old now, but okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So another thing, and you just touched on this, um, like you won't, you won't realize how much you are like your parents probably until you have children. Your parents or parent or parents, if you... Raising a single family house, or if you had two parents, or if you came from a mix, a blended family, how, where you were raised, well, that's going to play a very large role in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Single parent, you know, came from a traditional household, or a blended family, or maybe a non traditional household, whatever that may look like, 
Um, that is, again, part of the baggage. And I didn't realize, you know, how much you're going to look, look, how much you'll act like your aunts, your uncles, your mother, your father, whoever raised you, wherever you were raised and how you were raised. That also comes into, you know, that plays a big role in marriage because where you want to live, you know, where you want, how you want to, what kind of car you want to drive, what school district, all of those things, um, those are real life decisions that you have to make. And because of how you were raised and where you were raised, that those thoughts, and like you said, a lot of those things become dormant or are laid dormant into you until you have children. And then once you have children, I ain't going to say a lot of them, but some of them lay dormant until you have children. Then once you have children, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to do this. I want to do this because this is how we were raised. And Mm -hmm. certain things I wanted to do for our children, certain things you wanted to do for for the boys because we were raised two different ways, two different households. And we both thought we were right. You know, just little things. You mean you thought you was right and I was right. <laughs> little things <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, I'm going to side, side, I'm going to, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to put a pen or something in it. I just want to talk about little things. Do you put the ketchup in the refrigerator? Squeezing, squeezing the toilet. The, uh, the toothpaste the in toothpaste. the middle? Yeah. I know you're looking at it now, but to somebody, that's a big thing. Do you flip the toilet tissue to the outside yeah. or to the inside? Yeah. To to us now, after 35 plus years of marriage, that's not a big deal. But when you're first getting started and you're trying to establish, you know, I don't want to say rules, but you're trying to establish your household, those little things start adding up. And so, again, it comes back to communication that, hey, how are we going to do things? You know, do you want the children to wear hats and coats in the winter, regardless of the temperature? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm laughing, but th- these are little things or these are things that you need to talk about because one person may drop the kids off and the other parent may pick them up and say, well, why didn't you put so-and-so, why didn't they wear a coat? Because, and then these are all things that need to be discussed. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's funny looking back to the things that we, conversations we had, especially when the boys were going to school and so on and so forth. But these are all things that, hmm, you know, what, what do I believe and why do I believe it? And I, I believe this is, it's just me, Doug, how you were raised, where you were raised, who raised you. Is going to play a very large role in how you interact with each other in marriage. And nobody told us that. Nobody. Nobody told us that. Nobody told us that when we got older and had children, that and when we raised our children, chances are we are going to probably... Revert. Uh, well, mimic yeah. <laughs> what uh, our parents taught us and... Have we discussed how we wanted to raise the children? Mm-hmm. Um, did we want them to go to private school? Did we want them to go to a public school? Um, were we gonna, you know, dip, you know, just different things? Are we uh, 
want them to be in sports? Were they, are we okay with them being in contact sports and, you know, education and sports and all of these things and, and church and faith, all of these things. And I'm just, you know, naming a few things. Nobody told us mm-hmm. that those were going to be discussions that we were going to need to have and come to some sort of agreement. Yeah. And I think those are important things for those of you who are married without children mm-hmm. to, and you're planning on having children to start having those discussions. Yeah. If you haven't already, I think now's a good time to start planning. If you're not married and you want to be married and you're engaged and you're seriously considering marriage, you definitely want to... Um, Interview, Mm -hmm. if you will, your prospective mate (laughs) to make sure that you all have the same ideas about how you want to raise your children. You know, how do you want to discipline your children? That's a big one. That is a big one. Yeah. Um, Because some people believe in, you know, different methods to to punishing their children or chastising or what, however you say it today. Disciplining. Discipline, yeah. Whether it's, you know, whether it's spanking or timeout or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, there's different methods uh, now. So you definitely want to make sure that you all are on the same page on how you want to do that. Another thing, and this just hit me while you were talking, was... If one of the, if the husband or the wife, if you're a high achiever, and especially in school where you always got A's, A's or B's, nothing less than A's and B's, what are you going to do when your children come home and they don't have an A or B? Mm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, are you going to, oh, you need to hit the books and you need to study, study and do more, do more so you can get A's and B's. Not every child is going to get A's and B's. And again, I'm not trying to tell you how to raise your children in this podcast, but I am trying to tell you that you need to have a conversation because they're your children. It's not one person or the other person. It's the the husband and the wife. Even if you're not together, you still need to have a conversation as to how can we co-parent the best way possible for our children. So... I just throw that out there. And that's, yes. okay. You got anything else for this week? No, for this week, no. I'm good. All right. So we'll check in with you all next seven week. days. And enjoy and have a blessed week. We out. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.